Hi, I'm Todd. I'm coming to you from the uh, sports library in Verona and uh, in my apartment, by the way. So I'm going to go looking for it. <laughs> but the, uh, something I want to talk about is from the heart. You know, this, yeah, the program of Alcoholics Anonymous and uh, other, you know, and it's given me a, it's given me a life of uh, structure and a life of, uh, life, how to live on life's terms, you know, and that's, you know, I mean, the language of the heart that I have with a fellow man and a uh, fellow lady out there too. The thing is for me is that, you know, I just want to talk, I'm going to talk right now about the, uh, about Christmas and uh, how disappointing it is to me. And uh, it's not, I'm not disappointed because I don't get a, I don't get the perfect gift from Santa. <laughs> I, I guess I'm disappointed a lot of times because I see people living their life and, uh, you know, and, and that's none of my business how they live their life and it's not any of my business of how, of how they spend their life. And, you know, but I just want to say is that, you know, when, when I see stuff going on that I see going on, I want to sit there and refresh, you know, and, and, and I don't want to say, I'm not going to point fingers at you, but I just want to put this into words and say, hey, you know, this is not, a, this is not God's idea of how to spend Christmas. Not God's idea of how to, uh, how to spend Christmas all mad at each other and starting to fight. I know this doesn't happen in every family and I know this I know that you know people live by love and people are great people are you know but when I see these this person the, the agitation and the strife and that goes on at Christmas it's, it's not fun it's not cool and I see and I, my heart feels my heart goes out to the people because there's you know it, it's that mental it's the mental uh, sickness that we have you know called more, 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 and a little bit more. And that's the way I feel about, you know, that's the way, it's, that's the way I felt about Christmas before too. You know, and it's been a humongous disappointment. I always wanted to go buy a gift for people, you know, and have them, you know, and have me take over their reaction. Oh, Todd, that's the greatest gift I've ever had. Oh, how wonderful. You know, and I just got him like a, I, got, I just got like a four dollar card or something like that, you know. And you know, it's not the card that people get. That's the thing about it for birthdays or, or uh, Christmas or Easter or any other day that uh, we have Mother's Day or Father's Day, or Todd's Day. We forget about Todd's Day a lot. But uh, <laughs> the thing is, is that. You know, that for me, I, I just have to look at it and say, it's not about what the card is that they give they give you. It's not about that at all. It's about the, uh, it's about what what's written on the card. You know, the language of the card. You know, and sometimes if people don't, uh, and they don't write anything and they just go by with a message that's on the card, that's good too. Um, you know, it's, it's uh, it's a language thing. It's a it's a heart vibe situation. The vibrations of the heart, you know, and, and that's the way we get through our uh, that's the way we get through our, our Christmas because 
You know, it's 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 so important to love each other. Christmas is about love, and uh, you know, and well, we all know what happened with with Jesus and God, and all with the uh, you know with, with the gift of the baby of Christ, and uh, you know, and and we we get to know we can become known to that because of the uh, the time it takes before it started doing miracles. And, you know, that's the thing is, is that we didn't see for 30, I think it was for 32 years, something like that, he was a carpenter, Christ was. So we didn't see him performing miracles left and right. So he looked to be, I think he looked to be 39. I don't know, that's so much. Anyways. Before he was, he's always been living, but before he was going up, to, ascended to heaven, and uh, he's sitting right hand at the right hand of the uh, Father. Um, and that's that's it for me. It's just you know, it's it's realizing that it's not worth the uh, to go out and get somebody a humongous gift and you can't pay it for it. You put it on a credit card. You can't pay it off at the end of the, at the end of the month. You pay for it. You know, for instance, if you pay for Christmas for uh, eleven months, and then every time Christmas comes around, you pay you uh, load up your credit card again just to make it look good and just to have people just think you're the greatest thing. Be true to yourself. Be real. That's what I have to be. You know, and you know, it's just it's not fair. It's not fair to me to sit there and put that on myself because what I'll do is I'll just carry it over to others with a negative attitude. You know, it doesn't do any good for me in my life. You know, the best gift I can give to anybody is love. And that's the thing that can be carried through, you know? Instead of going out and buying some toy or, you know, or one of these, uh, brand new cars or whatever that you'll see down, you know, all this stuff just disintegrates as time goes on and it goes away, you know, and by disintegrating too, it disintegrates at the meaning of what it had when you first got it for Christmas. Um, a lot of times, I, you know, and, and I realized too today is that sometimes we give, we give all these this stuff away and we give people all these things, wrap it up in a bowl. Well, you take it out of the flat, you take it out of the uh, the wrapping paper. What's going to happen is you're just going to, you know, what happens a lot most of the time is they put it up on a tray, on a, on a shelf somewhere, and it stays up there, and nothing ever happens with it. And reality was, you know, you could take that, take love and, and give it to somebody instead of giving them a present. It's going to last longer, and it's going to. It's going to do both, both parties, a lot, both parties miraculously and wonderfully. And you know, it's, it's all what, it's what we need. We need a different attitude and a different uh, heartbeat to be brought to our hearts. And we have to be able to have a better relationship with, uh, with God and Jesus. And that's the thing is for me is that, you know, it's not about me being, it's not, I don't want to be, uh, come off as being, Slapping religion in somebody's face or anything like that. I just want to be helpful. I just want to be more loving. I want us to be more caring. 
I just want to be have a better duty, better be able to carry our duties on better for, you know, for God and for love. And, uh, you know, that's the power book to me, too. It's the, uh, you know, it's the, it's the ability to be able to connect with another human being and connect on a, on a positive manner. All right. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that, you know, it's so, we get so messed up. I was so messed up from so many years, you know, and, and then you go out and bring up more of a, you know, you bring up more of a depression with the, uh, you know, you're drinking and, you know, because you're running around and, you know, and, and it just, it's, it's just crazy. And it's just some of the, stuff I see on the news that how just just it just it just hurts me. It really does because I know that it's not a way to live and because when I live that way I've experienced I've experienced pure uh you know almost like a pure hatred. It wasn't a pure hatred, it's pure depression. I didn't hate you but it just I was so depressed. You can't afford you can't even look at it and say where you're depressed at you know and you, you, you can you cannot buy yourself out of depression, and you know it's you have to you have to be able to work your way out of depression, work your way through problems. You try buying your way out of the problem, you're not getting nothing. But you're gonna have nothing. But the, once that uh, once that problem goes away for a little bit, it'll come back. You know, and it always comes back. You're in a different form or not. And that's the thing that's happened with me, and I've noticed too. Until I get to the point where I can extinguish that problem with working through it, and realize when it comes back again, I know what to do about it. I know how to take care of it. And that's the thing is that you know I I have to live off my experience, strength, and hope. My experience—that's exactly what I'm talking about. Talking about how. I've been able to get through a, a certain situation, maybe a, saying a prayer, or maybe realizing that, you know, the, uh, the problem's in the solution. Instead of in the problem. Once I look to the solution, and that's the extinguishing parts that I can use. That, that for me, I don't mean it's all preachy either, but I'm trying to say my, my life, uh, I'm trying to use my life as an important, uh, it's an important, it's an important vision for what you got for what happens. You know, people, people of, uh, people shared that with my, their lives with me for 26 years now in the program and, uh, and I'm able to take that stuff and say, okay, this is what Jim did when he had this problem. This is what Frank did when he had this problem. You know, and, and go up and ask them, hey, you know, if something really bothered me, and it could be an outside aspect, something to do with, you know, I used to have this beautiful lawn, and now it's all full of crabgrass, and, you know, and the guy's an exterminator, or something like that, you know, it takes care of lawns, and that's what we have to look for. You know, sometimes the people that were around in the program, especially our, our uh, sponsors and stuff like that, you know, people use their sponsor as their, as their uh, counselor. Wrong. That's really the wrong thing to do. 
And the thing is, too, is that the sponsor buys into it. And he can, you know, and he buys into it. What I mean is, he gets an ego. And you can share it, and you can see that in the uh, program. It's the ego of, uh, he's the righteous one. He's always right. But you tell people, you know, how to rewire a house, or he, you know, and he doesn't have any experience with it. You know, that's the stuff that, you know, or, or tell them how to, uh, you know, they should take, stop, stop taking your, you need to stop taking your medication. Well, you know, I've seen people be told that quite so many times. You know, it's so stupid to tell somebody that. Just, what did, when did they become a doctor, the person, you know? And, and the reality is, too, is that that's something they need to be taking maybe for their diabetes or maybe for their depression or, you know, and that's the thing. Well, you're living life cowardly. But, okay. Yeah. Thanks. No, I'm living life to my fullest by treating my body right and by being on the right medication. And, you know, and, and how many times that I've seen people be told that. They stop taking it. And then they can't figure out what these people want. You know, they're, they're on, they're on uh, medication for uh, depression or, you know, and people, and then all some people start asking questions. Well, where does so-and-so go? Where did so-and-so go? Well, so-and-so is probably back on the bar getting drunk because they couldn't deal with the freaking pain, the pain that was inside their soul. So they went to uh, get rid of the pain. Well, how did they do that before? They drank, you know? And you know, when you have somebody that's new in the program and stuff like that, like I came in, I came in, I did not understand anything. Thing I understood was where the bathroom was and where the parking lot was in that, in that program. In that program, where to go? Because it took me a long time to learn what was going on. You know, I went to my, I remember my psychiatrist, this is back when I was, I think it was back in 07. And just, I had been in the program since 1996, so that was 11 years. And I'd been floundering around. Doing things I probably shouldn't have, doing things I should not have been doing. And when I came to the, uh, I came to the, to the point where I looked at the psychiatrist and she says, you have nothing in your toolbox. I had no idea what she's talking about. And I'll never forget her saying that. And I know I did not read, I did not hardly, I did not read hardly anything at all. So maybe the, uh, the sports page. You know what the thing was is that I didn't have if I don't read anything, I don't learn anything. And if I don't learn anything, then I'm in a whole world of just you know, just a whole I put myself in a bad place in the world. That's the easiest way to say it. You know, because we all have to read that when we read and we learn, we learn how to carry out our lives. We learn how to attack a problem. Even if we're not drinking, even if we're not alcoholic, we can still learn from it. You know, if, if somebody that's a mechanic probably has a lot better chance of learning something if they read popular mechanics. And then by doing what they need, then by fixing a car or doing and taking care of a problem with a car, that's how people learn, you know? That's the stuff I didn't understand.
one of the books that she had me read was, uh, let this, anyways. What, the Toltec Indians? And, and how they, uh, and how that, when people, you know, the, the problems that people went through and, uh, you know, what it came down to was that, you know, the, the four basic agreements, that's what the book's called. The first basic agreement is uh, impeccability with uh, conversation and communication. And it's not a going. It, you know, it's, it's, it's impeccable. Being impeccable with your word is what it is. The second one is, uh, is, is not to assume, not to assume anybody. Not to assume anything. Yeah, I think about that, and I think about the, uh, you know, every time I assume something, I'm making an ass out of myself. Yeah, that's the way I think of it. You know, I assume that somebody's going to do something. I assume that somebody's going to say something. I assume that, you know. And when I do assume, when I think about that, I think about how many times they got these little, these little conversations going on inside my little, inside my head. You know, I'm saying that somebody did this and somebody's going to do that. And you walk into a, a situation where you're going to have a talk, you know, you're going to have a conversation with somebody. And you, you know they're going to bring it up. You know they're going to no question about it. So you know that it's like, hey, okay, if they bring this up, then I'll say this, then I'll say that. you got a conversation going on inside your head. It's like you get to where you want to talk to the person. Man. Not even about what you're talking about. What are you doing? You're wasting. I was, what am I, what was I doing too? I was wasting my time and my energy into something, into uh, something that I could be putting into, uh, you know, into some peaceful thoughts or some meaningful thoughts or some, or some good thoughts, you know, and I guess my, my sponsor used to tell me is, used to say to me that, you know, you need to take in the good and get out the bad. And I always liked that because, you know, I can see with this, the, uh, I can see taking in the good, but you know, there's so much bad inside me. And that's why it's so important to, to, to do a, uh, to do an inventory as we do in the program and uh, step forward to do step five. And then thing about inventory, inventory is a, uh, you know, it's back finding too. It's finding, you find out what, what's going on in your life. You also find out what you're doing right in your life. And you also find out how to, uh, you also find out the uh, facts of, it's <laughs> uh, the old uh, sex inventory is what we do. <laughs> and it's funny how this stuff comes about. And, and I look at the situation, I think it's actually, and I think of how many times, how many times I've gotten in bad situations because of that. And, uh, yeah, and we're into it, it's just, it's crazy. You know, it's because of the sex and uh, sex is so addicting. It's like, I don't even get on that. I don't even get on that, but it's very addicting. And obviously, I'm sure as everybody knows, um, it's like it's like they say, Christ didn't render us white as snow. <laughs> but anyway, well, you know, I get back to what I'm talking about. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I think of the... Uh, I think of the uh, assuming 
It's often I think about that, but else gets back to being, you know, not taking anybody's, not, not taking anybody personally. It's the third one. And, uh, you know, and, and that's the thing is, is that when I think about that, I think about the, both personally that I take with, you know, I listen to people and and then I and I just take in, take in, take in, take all the stuff they're saying to me. And then I I don't and I, I put I process it process it in my soul or in my heart. And, you know, and they're telling me isn't even true or isn't even what I'm what I'm listening to. It's taking taking a uh, What I'm doing is I'm just taking it in and uh, and, and doing doing absolutely doing the wrong thing. You know, I don't need to be doing that. I don't need to be listening to that. You know, when people say something that I don't believe in or that's not right. You know, or they I don't need to scream at them either. Scream and holler at them. I can just say, hey, you know what? I think that's a bunch of crap inside my head. But I just say, you know, and, and I just. I don't mean to be a, I don't mean to be to the point where I don't mean to agree with everybody, but and I don't need to fight about it. And I don't need to tell them about it. I just need to be supportive of who they are. You know, because, you know, it's, it's one thing I think about too a lot. I think about just because somebody does something, it's like do something. You know, that's about judging. You know, once that's what my, that's what I like to tell myself, you know, you can't judge someone what they are that day or what they do. Because reality is if they do something bad that day, they're not all about that. Um, they're not all about driving their car 130 miles an hour down the road. You know, it's just one instance what's going on. You know, that's, that's the thing is, is that, you know, just because someone goes out and commits a crime, they're judged guilty of the crime. It doesn't mean that they're gonna do that 24, 365 days a year. It just means that something went haywire in them. It just means that we can all be, uh, you know, you can go through, you can go through that, and you can, we can all be taken through that and showing the better way. Rehabilitated is what I'm trying to say. We can all, we can be rehabilitated, and that's, you know, and that's, I'm not going to get into the legal terms. I'm not going to get into the jail situation, because that's just, but, uh, you know, and, and, but the thing is, is that I've been there before. I've been in the rehabilitated part before. I spent time in jail before. It wasn't my proudest moment either. And, uh, you know, it, it, and I agree with all that. I agree with all the jail stuff. It, it needs to be done. But I also agree with the, uh, the problem with, you know, there's so many different troubles and if somebody could come into a jail situation and, and just sit there and cool off but by the time you know time they you know, by the time they get there they got stuck you know, there's there's I think they got some more stuff in jail than we got out of society <laughs> it's just sad you know but what do you do I can't sit there you know I can't sit there and get down on people or nothing like that you know and, and uh I'm not a wholly righteous one either, and I'm far from it. Uh, you know, I, I do a lot of things wrong myself, and just because 
of what I'm saying is and making examples of what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to uh, give you to give people the gift to know what to do when they get in certain situations like that, you know, or if they get addicted to a drug like, you know, like cocaine or fentanyl or uh, alcohol or any of that stuff. You know what to do. We know where to go. We know how to handle it. You know, it's so important to be in touch with the program. It's so important to get to get in touch with uh, with people that are that that can help us uh, get over an addiction, get through an addiction. That we don't have to not get over. I'm sorry, get through an addiction. You know, I've, I've come off. I've come off oxycodone twice. And that's just about room my life, room everybody else's around me. Um, you know, it's just not a fun situation to be in. And I'm not gonna make excuses saying, "Oh, but it was the doctor's fault back then. They you know, they gave me the drug. I knew the drug. I knew what they did. You know, and I, I saw the people coming in and out of the program that were that were struggling with uh, with prescription meds." You know, and for my thing, it was just once I, once I did what I did, it was just more and more and more and more and more. And uh, you know, that's what the drug was telling me too: is more and more and more and more. You need to give you better effect. You know, you get better effect if you take more of them, more of what you're taking. You know, stuff like that. It's just it's 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 really is. It's it's just upsetting to me. But you know, the reality is is that I was a sick soul back then too, and that's what I. That's what I'm saying. I need to be rehabilitated. I need to have the. Uh, I need to have somebody go in there and, and, and clean off the cup. I'll leave it the mud and all the crap that's inside my cup, so I can, you know, clean it up, and I can start to uh, start to give people love and give people the uh, the sense of they, how they've been wronged, where they, you know, and, and how you know, our creator loves them, and. Uh, You know, and, and that's the thing, and I'm gonna get done. And for me too, when I get done with that fourth agreement too, it's uh, you know, it, it when you're uh, you need to put. And I'm sorry, I I get done with that fourth agreement. It's it's all about putting your heart and soul in something. You're gonna do it, do it. You know, do it with emotion, do it with love, do it with passion. You know. And that could be, uh, you know, and that's that's the meaning, you know. I do it with do it and do it with your means, you know. If if you only have seven dollars in your checking account and you're not getting paid, uh, maybe we shouldn't go out right off the debt. Uh, maybe we should, we can probably, you know, and that's the thing too is that when something happens like that, most important gift. You can take that person as love, and you know you know you don't have to pay a price for love. You can show somebody love, you know, by being able to sit and visit with them. You know, I, reality is is that sitting and visiting with somebody is the best present you can give to them. Because you take time with them, and you have 
can be with a kid, it can be with an elder, it can be with uh, a person like me, my age. It can be with anybody. It's just sitting there with a, with a child too. You know when playing with them or playing checkers or playing Yahtzee or you know something like that. You know, I don't even know what child games are. I don't. And I, and I used to be, I used to be up on Teenage Mutant Ninjas, Turtles. It's joking. I didn't even know what those were back then either, but anyways, and they still exist apparently. Um, but the thing is, is that, you know, that's, that's love. I mean, that's the thing is, it's just sitting with kid and visiting with them and talking to them and, and not overriding them on every single, every single thing they say. Well, they should do it that way. They should do it this way. You know, and just, and just talking to them about life too. You know, it's scary. Scary that what our children are having problems with today because because I'm making a you know because what I hear it it's just about they're taking every little thing away from a child like you know the greatest gift might be discipline probably won't be in that moment that day I would think but anyways what I'm saying is that you know there's a lot better things to do you know we can we have we have answers thank God for everything. Good answers, good solutions. Just need to find the right. We just need to find the right part of our solution, being whatever mean it is, you know, and to be able to uh, be able to have a good life. So, anyways, if nobody else has told you they love you today, I do, and I hope you you are able to take something from this and learn from it. So, thanks.